Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you, the busy mompreneur, know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, join us inside our community, The Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan, additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Hello, hello everyone. It's Monique and Becky here. Hey, Becky. Hello. Good to see you today. We are excited about this topic that we're going to share with our audience. So we are going to talk today about your dream and specifically, what is your dream worth? So what are your thoughts on that, Becky? Oh man. So I think what's interesting about this concept is first, I think we want to like preface this by saying, we're not telling you to go out and just completely ignore all your responsibilities, right? And completely dismiss all of the things that you should be, you know, taking care of. Like, don't, you know, just like ignore your baby and your kids or your husband, you know. But I think a lot of people fall into kind of one of two categories and they they kind of either, you know, like hustle into this place of burnout where they are ignoring their health, they're ignoring their, you know, responsibilities, maybe even damaging relationships, or they're like, oh, I don't want to hustle. And so they go the complete opposite way and they settle. You know, they settle for way less than what they're capable of, or they kind of push back their dreams and their goals and think, well, you know, I can't do that. I can't have that because I'm not willing to to sacrifice blank or whatever. And so I think, you know, the conversation we want to have today is kind of what does that look like, you know, to chase after a dream? You know, what is it really worth to you and how can you build a life and a business and, you know, pave the way towards your, whatever it is you're looking towards, you know, you're looking for financial freedom, you know, traveling the world, whatever that looks like for you. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think just helping people grasp this concept of both, like you can't, it's not this, or it's not an, or question. It's an, and, but what does that look like? Yes. Oh, so good. That is so good. Yeah. And, you know, we have worked with a lot of our clients specifically on what does this practically look like? Because we can talk about the idea of going after your dream and all of that, but then the day to day, like, what does this practically look like and how can you apply this to your own life? And so something that we have trained on is this idea that there is the sacred 
there are the sacred things in your life. And then there are the things that you have to sacrifice. So if you're a note taker, write that down, the sacred and the sacrifice. And what that means essentially is you look at your life and the first question you need to ask yourself, once you've defined your goal and what you want, you know, you look at your life and say, what are the things that are sacred? And so it could be something as simple as picking your kids up from school. Like if that is something that you're like, I want to be the one to pick them up from school, that's sacred. And that's important. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about what is sacred to you. It's what is it that is important to you? Like, what is it that's important to you? It could be family dinner time that you're willing to do a lot of things in your, in your direct sales company, but you're like, hey, from six to 6.30, this is our family dinner time. It could be anything like that. You defining the things that are sacred and then being willing to look at that and say, all right, but what are the things that I am willing to give up in order to go after my dream? And that could be television. I know Becky, you're like, how, yeah. how, is, your, how is your TV giving up going? It's actually been pretty easy. I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I'd say the hardest part is when my oldest starts watching something and I'll be like, you know, obviously I didn't turn it on, you know, I didn't like, you know, intentionally I'm not like, but then I get kind of distracted and start, you know, paying attention to what she's watching. And then I have to catch myself and be like, no, (laughs) you know, you're not, you're not watching TV this month. Uh, But I have noticed in the evenings Instead of being like, well, I've got some downtime, blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, okay, well, what can I do? Or I'll use that time. I'm doing the, um, you know, the Bible recap. And so it's, I'll do that in the evening if I haven't already done it in the morning time. And so I definitely think it's freed me up to work on things that I would rather be working on, right? Than just like mindlessly watching TV, you know, nothing that's really going to make me better, you know, help me improve in any area of my life. Yeah. Well, if you guys missed it in a previous episode, we talked about how Becky was giving up television for the whole month of January. So yeah, you know, and when you do sacrifice certain things, I think you recognize the time that you quote unquote did not have before, right? Like so often we can easily be like, I don't have the time. There's just no way I can work my business. Okay. Well, if you stop scrolling social media, (laughs) (laughs) we're laughing because we're probably just as guilty. I know. Yes. It's true. I mean, if you stop scrolling social media, if you, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I like get on to look up one specific thing. I'm like, oh, I need to message just one person or whatever. And you just right. get this rabbit hole of other things. And so just r- quickly redirecting and asking yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice? And it really doesn't have to be forever, but I do believe that four seasons, and you know, we talked about this in, in the episode, if you guys missed episode eight with Connie Sanchez, she talked about redefining success. But one thing that was brilliant that she shared was about seasons. And yeah. this is very much in alignment with what we believe that you can work different seasons of your business where you mm-hmm. have the seasons of push, where you're pushing yourself and you're working towards a specific goal or a specific rank or a specific thing. And In that season, you might be in a season where you're getting up earlier or you're, you know, sacrificing a little bit of sleep or you're um, having to not hang out with friends in that season. Like there might be seasons where you have to sacrifice certain things. So how have you seen that play out for you? Yeah. So I think when I think, when I look back over my 
journey, like in the industry, there have been multiple times that I can remember when I was like working towards a big promotion, when I would have to sit down my family and kind of say, Hey, you know, let's talk about this, you know, let's get everyone on board. Let me paint the picture of what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing it, how it's going to help our family. And, you know, just kind of paint this picture of understanding of what is required of me and how it will affect our family. And I think that starting off really helps. So if you're a mom or, you know, a wife or, you know, what, obviously we're speaking to the mompreneur, right? And so the majority of you listening can relate to that, that you really want to paint this picture of what it's going to do for your family. I hate to say it, but most people are like, what's in it for me, right? Like that's just what, and even our children, that's how they can understand. And unless you have had a significant amount of success, I think some people, they're not as bought into it as you are. And so while you're in this season of hustle, we don't want our family to feel resentful towards the business. And so I think you have to kind of paint this picture of here's what I'm working towards. Here's how it's going to help our family. And then from there, you know, having a strategy around, you know, and support system, quote unquote, in areas that you may be able to, you know, take your hands off a little bit. And so one thing that I always did was, you know, when I was like really pushing, I had this thought of, okay, well, yeah, it might cost me this amount to hire this babysitter or to hire a nanny or a VA, but what's it going to give me back? Right. You know, and so it was kind of like, okay, I know that it might be a more a little bit more of an investment to hire this VA right now, but I knew that by doing it, right, I was going to get back so much more time. I was going to operate in my zone of genius. And for me, what that looked like was developing leaders. And I knew that my energy needed to be pouring into other people because I knew the payoff was greater than if I was you know, making graphics, or if I was scheduling posts in my virtual parties, or if I was messaging customers on project broadcast, you know, any of that stuff that I could delegate. So that was kind of the first thing was just having that conversation and then looking for areas that I could get extra support in that season of push. So it wasn't all on me. It wasn't, you know, so exhausting. Now I was having to sacrifice and maybe you know, stay up late sometimes or wake up early um, or, but I also, you know, had up meetings numerous times with my team as well and kind of letting them know like, Hey, this is where we are as a team. And like, this is what we're working towards. So kind of that same concept that I had with my, a meeting with my family, I would do that with my team as well. And, yeah, you know, and I get think, their buy-in. Yeah. Going back to the meeting with your family, you know, I love what you said about People want to know what's in it for them. And I mm -hmm. think when you're having this kind of conversation with your family, give them some kind of reward, like show them like, Hey, when mom hits this goal, like this is how it's going to help our family or give, even if you give your kids a little something, you know, within your budget that you can say, right. give you this reward because you've been patient, you've supported me, you know, you're giving them something to where they're cheering you on. I know I've done that with my kids and it's, it's also fun because they're, they're cheering you on. Like they're yes, yeah. cheering you on, like asking you, you know, where are you with this? Yeah. Um, and so I think it makes it fun and it gives you a purpose bigger than yourself because you not only 
are you going after the thing? But you also recognize, okay, I just announced to the whole family and I literally <laughs> told my kids what the goal is. And it's like, you don't want to fail. In front That's of some your- accountability right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want to fail in front of your kids. And so it pushes you to go after the thing that you're working towards. And so, and then the other thing I love that you said is, you know, asking yourself what it costs versus what you want. And so Ed Milet talks a lot about this, about looking at the cost versus is it worth it? You know, he talks, there was a podcast. If you guys don't follow Ed Milet, go follow him. I know, yeah. You know, we love his podcast. He has a lot of wisdom. He has a lot of success in business. But um, I was listening to something recently and he was talking about, you know, when he achieved a certain level of success in his life, he said he's, he, he was painting the picture that at one point in his life, he was poor. And he had his lights turned off, he had his water turned off, he had his car repossessed, he had like gone through, you know, seasons of being without. And whenever he would walk into the store, he would always look at the price tag. It would always be like, well, what does this cost? Like if if there's a cheaper version, I'm gonna get the cheaper version of this. Like you're looking at, you know, you pick something up, you look at the back of it to find out what does this cost before you purchase it. And then he said he reached a level of success in his life where he didn't even look at that. Like he just asked himself, what is this worth? This thing that I want to buy or this thing that I want to invest in or this next thing, what is it worth in my life? And I think that's where for those of you who, and I feel like this is our audience, like you're driven, you have dreams, you're ambitious, you know that God has more for you, but you might have like money mindset. That's like, I don't want to hire a babysitter. I don't want to pay for a virtual assistant. I don't want to you know, invest. I don't want to go to the, you know, national annual um, training that your company provides because you're like, I don't want to have to pay for a hotel. I don't want to have to pay for a ticket. I don't want to have to, you know, all these kinds of things versus, okay, it might cost you, you know, a thousand dollars to go to your annual conference, but the the knowledge and the community and all those kinds of things, is that going to, is that going to give you an extra $25,000 back? Like those are the kinds of things you have to ask yourself. Like if this is my dream, yeah, it's going to cost something, but what is that worth? Yeah. Well, and I heard it's funny you brought up Ed Milet because I remember years ago hearing him say on something, I don't know if it was a YouTube video, a podcast. I mean, literally this has stuck with me for years and years and years. Uh, And it's this concept that telling your children, you know, they can be anything they want in life isn't enough. Like it's not enough. You can't tell them that, you know, whatever they want to accomplish, they can accomplish because the level of success that they view as possible is based on what you achieve, right? It's, and he says it much more eloquently, but basically this concept that we set the standard for what our children see as possible. And it's interesting. You were talking about, you know, him saying flipping or you were like flipping the price tag over because my mom, I remember her telling me when I was like, you know, three years old, this is, this is the power of the example that we set for our children. I knew nothing about price tags, right. And money mindset, but we would be in a store And if I was with my mom, she said I would flip the tag, like when I was like three, you know, two and three years old, I would walk around flipping the tag over as if I was reading the price tag before I would pick something up. And I just feel like that is so powerful because I was taught already at two and three years old, this money mindset of you have to check first if you can afford it before you can pick it up. 
Yeah. And it's, I mean, I'm literally, I have chills right now because that is like the perfect example of the standard and expectations you're teaching your kids. Now, obviously we want to, you know, teach them skills about managing money and not just go out and, you know, be entitled and get whatever they want. But I do think, you know, your dream, if the success that you have, whatever your dream is, right? Like if you could have anything, be anything, do anything in life, like imagine that you are painting a dream life for your children, right? As, as adults, right? So then it's not so selfish. Like, Ooh, for me, like I want, you know, you may be like, I don't even care about Louis Vuitton or, you know, traveling the world. Maybe you just want to be like in a cozy little cottage somewhere, like, you know, on a mountain. And that's totally fine. You know, you may be like, I want to homeschool my kids on a farm, you know, whatever, nothing crazy. And that's okay. But I think we also have to take in consideration that our responsibility to our children is to prepare them to go out into the world and make a difference, right? Whether it is bring others to Christ, but also, you know, with more money that provides more opportunities. And I don't know about you, but that totally changes the way I show up and want to work, right? Because I want them to have limitless opportunities. I want them to go out into the world and feel like I can do anything. I can be anything. I can have anything. I can change the world, right? Like you may be raising the next Oprah, like, you know, and that's pretty wild to think about. And if we show up every day with the perspective of my kid could change the world, but only if I show them what is possible, I would imagine a lot more people would be showing up every day and doing those IPAs, right? And doing those mundane tasks because that's really what leads to the magical life. You know, yeah. we've got to be willing to show up and do that. Yeah. Well, and I think also taking that a step further and asking yourself, like, have you really worked on you? Because I think a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, as you and I have coached people, it comes out inevitably, mm -hmm. <laughs> it comes out that people will disclose to us like real struggles, you know, struggles of things that happened to them in childhood, struggles of abuse, struggles of marriage issues that they're walking through, you know, all kinds of hard things. And in the audience size that we have, like we are not naive to think that there are probably several of you who are listening who are either currently walking through hard things or you have walked through hard things in your past that have not been dealt with. And if you want to rise to a certain level of success in your life and your business, if you're not willing to work through the things that you have been through, you will always be limited. And not only that, but I recently heard a quote. It was something along the lines of, if you don't work through your own trauma, your kids will one day have to. Mm. And I was just like, wow, that how powerful yeah. That is because a lot of times we think like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, that was in the past, like moving on. But if you're not willing to uncover and Becky and I, like we're coming to you as people who have, we're not just saying this, like we are <laughs> actively, like both of us are actively in therapy. We actively yep. work with, you know, a coach specifically to help us um, dig deep and uncover some hard things and to work through our own stuff because we recognize like that you know, for most of you, if you're stuck, like ask yourself, like, are there things that you are trying to sweep under the rug and think they don't apply? They have nothing to do with business. Like, oh, that, you know, that abuse from childhood has nothing to do with my success in business. Absolutely. It does. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not working through the things that have happened to you in your life, then 
it's going to stunt your growth. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Because I think too, sometimes it's affecting us in ways we don't realize, right? Like maybe it's manifested in a, through anxiety, right? That's, that's your body. Maybe you've gained a bunch of weight, you know, because I think, you know, if you haven't read the book, the body keeps the score. I haven't, it's a really hard read. So some of you guys may be like, I don't know if I can read that, but um, it's very insightful in that, you know, we are going to be limited, like she said, with our energy, with our, you know, mental like load, what we can mentally handle as well as physically handle. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, then it's going to hold you back. And usually, you know, when I've just kind of observed people rise to success, whether it's leaders I've developed or, um, you know, just in general, like watching people through the public eye, you know, just various people who've had success and quote unquote fallen. I shouldn't say that. I, I'm not, but just in general, right? Like the people that I have watched, you know, rise to success, their quote unquote downfall is usually attributed to that thing they haven't worked through. I mean, I remember I've uh, developed so many leaders and a couple of them come to mind that, you know, were wonderful beautiful, you know, kind women that I helped develop into leaders, but there was something in their life that was holding them back. And some, some of it to a degree that they let it hold them back, you know, that they just were like, well, this is how it is versus trying to work through it, you know, and, and not so that they can get to the next, you know, title or the next whatever. But um, just, I think in general, we, we as a culture are in such a man, a, a struggle of mental health. And, you know, it's just sometimes some days it's a dumpster fire out there. And if nothing else, like having a third party person for you to go and unpack stuff with is so powerful because it also might just be helpful in a sense, like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, man, you know, this is, this is not normal. You know, I do need to address this thing or just something, somebody outside of your relationships, the people that you love, that neutral party to just talk to and for them to understand, I'm telling you, it feels so good to have someone else to unpack things with. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're all limited in our perspectives. Like the view that yeah. we have of the world is not hundred percent accurate. You know, it's like our perspective. And so when you can have those conversations with a neutral third party, so for example, a therapist or, you know, could be a leader at your church, someone else, it just helps you to see things like that person is going to have a different perspective. And so yeah. the, when they bring their perspective, it gives you another layer of wisdom. And I think growth is recognizing that you're always learning. Like the more we grow, the more we realize like, oh, we do not know everything that we think we know. Yeah. And so if you're willing to be a constant learner and you're willing to unpack things and recognize that you're not always right and recognize that you might miss things. Like there are things that you may not see, especially, you know, when we just live day to day and we're in certain environments or surroundings, like that becomes our normal. And mm. so 
we could allow certain behaviors that aren't normal, certain habits that aren't normal. And then when someone else says like, Hey, that's, you know, that's not normal or that's abusive or that's not okay. Or what happened to you was not right or whatever. You know, it allows you to think differently, to start opening up your mind and, and thinking and like, Oh, this isn't what I want for my, my life or, or whatever, you know, whatever the circumstances. So going back to that question of what is your dream worth? If you really want to go after all that God has for you, you know, you've got to work on you. Like you have to work on you. You have to be willing to do the hard work. You have to be willing to look at what is sacred in your life. What is it that you're willing to sacrifice? And then from there, build your business around that. Like take the hours of your day, practically speaking, set business hours for yourself and say, I can work in a way where I'm honoring what is sacred, where you're showing up every night for dinner, where you're picking up your kids for school, whatever. You know, I'm saying those examples because those are my personal ones, but whatever it is for you, right? Like you're sacred. Even through the push seasons, you can still honor the sacred and then asking yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice? Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.